Well, praise the Lord, everyone. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord again tonight. Amen. We come to praise Him. We come to magnify Him. We come to exalt Him. We come to lift up the name of Jesus. The Bible tells me that let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Amen. If you're breathing tonight, amen, we want to give God praise. We want to give God thanks. Amen. We want to open this service tonight in prayer as always. Amen. Praying for our nation. Praying for our leaders. Amen. Praying for our families and loved ones tonight. God, that we come to you. Oh, Jesus, only you know all things, God. And I know there is nothing impossible for you to do, God. You are indeed the glory and you are the lifter up of my head, oh, God, tonight. And I plead your blood, God, over every circumstance, every situation, upon every fear, oh, God, every uncertainty. Oh, God, I know there is nothing impossible for you to do, Lord God. I thank you that I have another opportunity to call upon your glorious name tonight, Lord. Uh, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress and my God in whom I will trust, God. Uh, I thank you tonight, Lord. I'm asking you, Lord, to reach down, Lord, tonight. Uh, God, those that has been diagnosed, oh God, with this coronavirus, oh God, uh, I pray, Lord, right now that you let your healing flow. Oh, your word said you was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. Uh, and the chastisement of our peace is upon you. And with your stripes, God, we are healed and we claim it tonight upon every soul. Lord, I pray for Brother Hernandez, Sister Hernandez tonight. God, I'm asking you to heal them right now. Brother Tolstad, God, reach down upon him and Sister Toala tonight. The Frizzells tonight, the Allers tonight, oh God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you reach down and touch like only you can touch. Uh, I know you can lift up, oh God. I know you can heal all over the land, oh God. Uh, Lord, we bind together with our brothers and sisters of like precious faith, oh God. Uh, we call to you tonight, Lord, asking you to touch every family, every loved one, every situation. Uh, God, we're asking you to go in every nursing home, every hospital ward, uh, oh God, in every home tonight, Lord, and that you would reach down, uh, that you would touch, oh God. Uh, Oh, God, fulfill your promises and your word to us, oh, God. Uh, I thank you, Lord Jesus, tonight, God, that I have your promise in my heart, God, uh, that you will never leave me, nor will you ever forsake me, oh, God. Uh, I know God in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded uh, that you are able to keep that which has been committed uh, to you against that day, oh, God. And I thank you tonight, Lord. Uh, touch your children tonight, Lord. Reach down, oh, God. Uh, Show yourself strong, God. Uh, your word says your work, oh God, we let you, Lord. We desire you to work. Uh, as the psalmster says, God, it's time for you to work, oh God. Uh, it's time for you to step on board. Uh, it's time, God, I'm asking you to get up in the midst of the ship and calm the sea. Uh, I'm asking you to get up, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus and hold it back, oh God. Uh, release your power, your anointing your strength, your might, your love, your mercy that only you can bring to us tonight, oh God. Uh, touch your people tonight, God. I bind fear tonight. Uh, 
in the name of Jesus. I bind the coronavirus uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and I hold to your unchanging hands, God. I lean not to my own understanding. Uh, I will praise you while I live, oh God. Uh, no matter what comes down the way, oh God, I'm going to still worship you. Uh, while I have any beings, I'm going to still magnify you while I have a chance, oh God. Uh, oh, I'm never going to let a rock crowd in my place, oh Lord. I, I am thankful tonight, God, that I can open my lips and praise you, uh, that I can lift my voice and say thank you, God. Thank you again. Uh, you are the almighty God. In you we live, we move, we have our being. Uh, I'm thankful, Lord God, for your church. I'm thankful for you people. I pray for our district tonight. I pray for our district superintendent. Uh, I pray for our district board, our department heads, our pastors. Uh, oh, God, our pastors' families, our churches, oh, God, uh, all across the land, around the world, oh, God, and every nation, kindred, and tongue uh, tonight, Lord, I pray that you would touch, uh, oh, God, open the hearts and minds of men and women tonight, uh, that they will hear your cry, oh, God, and they reach down upon them tonight. Uh, <clears throat> We love you, Jesus. Uh, I thank you for my family, God. Keep them safe. Keep them secure in the palm of your hand, Jesus. Uh, touch my dear friend, Brother Scott Jacobs, tonight. Uh, reach down upon him, oh God. Let your holiness flow. Uh, I bind these headaches, uh, God, these migraines. Touch him tonight. Uh, in the name of Jesus, the Grant household, oh God, touch him tonight. Uh, in the name of Jesus, touch the Brown household. So, uh, in the name of Jesus tonight, every house, oh God, uh, you are able, Lord, touch them tonight. Uh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Well, glory, hallelujah, I shall not be moved. Anchored in Jehovah, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Oh, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Though the tempest rages, I shall not be moved. I am on the rock of ages, and I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Oh, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Though all hell assails me, I shall not be moved. 
Jesus will not fail me, and I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Oh, no, no, I shall not be. I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Oh, yes, now I shall not be. I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Oh, though all hell assails me, I shall not be moved. Jesus will not fail me, and I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Oh, no, no, I shall not be. I shall not be moved. I shall not be. I shall not be moved just like a tree that's planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. God, I praise you tonight. Uh, oh, God, I shall not be moved. Oh, God, uh, though the tempest rages, God, I shall not be moved. Uh, I'm on the rock of ages, and I shall not be moved. Uh, though all hell assails me, God, uh, I shall not be moved, because you will not fail me, Jesus. Uh, oh, God, I thank you tonight. Oh, God. God, I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. You are worthy to be exalted, O God. I thank you, Jesus, for thy love and kindness is better than life, and my lips shall praise thee while I live, O God. Thank you, Jesus, again tonight, Lord. Praise God. Well, deeper, deeper in the love of Jesus daily let me go higher, higher in the school of wisdom of grace to know. Oh, deeper yet I pray and higher every higher every day and wiser blessed was it blessed lord in thy precious holy word oh deeper deeper blessed holy spirit Take me deeper still, till my life is wholly lost in Jesus, 
and his perfect will. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every higher every day, and wiser, blessed Lord. In thy precious holy word, deeper, deeper, though it calls hard try yours, deeper let me go, rooted in the Holy love of Jesus, let me fruitful grow. Oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every higher every day, and wiser, blessed, wiser, blessed Lord, in thy precious holy word, deeper, higher, every day in Jesus, till all conflict pass, find me conquer, and in his own image, Perfectly at last, oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every higher every day, and wiser, blessed, was it blessed Lord, in thy precious holy word, oh, deeper yet I pray, and higher every day. And wiser, blessed, wiser, blessed Lord, and thy precious holy word. God, I praise you. Take us deeper, God. Take us deeper in thy holy, precious word tonight. Uh, we praise you, God. We praise you tonight, God. We praise you tonight. Uh, Oh, you are so worthy, God. You're so worthy tonight. Uh, oh, God, we don't have enough words to praise you, Lord. We don't have enough words to give you thanks. Uh, but, God, I do honor you tonight, Lord. Uh, the heavens declare your glory, God, and the firmament show forth your handiworks. Uh, day unto day, God, they utter speech, and night unto night they show forth knowledge. Uh, there's no speech nor language that their voices is not heard. Their lives has gone unto the ends of the earth, uh, and their words unto the ends of the world, God. Uh, and in them have you set a tabernacle for the sun who's going forth, God, uh, is as a bridegroom cometh out of his chamber uh, and rejoices as 
the strong men to run a race uh, who's going forth is into the ends of the heavens uh, and the so into the circuits to the end thereof uh, and there's nothing hid from the heat of it oh god uh, the lord the lord is perfect converting the soul the testimonies of the lord is sure making wise the simple the statutes of the lord are right rejoicing the heart uh, the commandments of the lord are pure and light in the eyes uh, the fear of the lord is clean and doing forever and the judgments of the lord are true and righteous altogether more to be desired are they than gold yea than much fine gold sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb moreover by them are your servants warned and keeping of them is great reward who can understand his error keep back thy servant from secret faults let not presumptuous sins have dominion over me then I shall be upright God and shall not be offended with the great transgressions let the words of my mouth O God in the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O Lord my strength and my redeemer oh yes God I come to praise you I come to thank you Lord I come to honor you tonight amen Praise God. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, and those of you that's listened tonight online, amen. I pray that you're blessed. I pray that you're holding fast to God's unchanging hands and building your hopes on things eternal. Amen. We're not home. We're not home yet. Uh, this world is not our home. We're just passing through. Our treasures are laid up uh, somewhere beyond the blue. The angels are beckoning me uh, from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home. Uh, in this world anymore. So while I have breath, I'm going to praise God, and I ask you to join me in praising God. Amen. Well, we want to start our lesson tonight. Amen. Uh, amen. We're this month, we're going to be talking about compassion. Amen. And compassion is another great subject that I felt God wanted us to delve into and get into tonight. Amen. And this month of April, talk about compassion as we're heading into Easter. I think it's uh, in the resurrection. Excuse me. I think compassion is one of those subjects that need to be looked after. Amen. And go in deeper. Amen. Now, last month, we focused on uh, growing our faith. We was growing our faith. Amen. In the Lord. And praise God, we was had our recognizable faith. And we was talking deeply about recognizing faith. And, you know, God is trying to open us up to be able to see a whole lot of things. Uh, and so Jude tells us in Jude, verse 22, amen, Jude is a very short book, amen. And so Jude tells us in verse 22, and of some have compassion making a difference, amen. Uh, some have compassion making a difference. Amen. We need to be making a difference in somebody else's life. And more importantly, we need to be making a difference in our own life. Amen. We should be changing. Amen. And so one of the things I feel so strongly about is growing in Christ. I think there's nothing more importantly than coming into that knowledge and understanding of Jesus Christ and getting to know him. Amen. Paul says in Ephesians, Philippians 3, verse 10, he says, Oh, that I might know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformable unto his death, that by any means I might obtain to that which I am 
also apprehended of. He says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, one of the things we've got to do, amen, is we've got to learn how to move on to perfection. The writer of Hebrews tell us uh, in Hebrews chapter 6, amen, he says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let's go on to perfection. Amen. Not laying again the doctrine of baptism and the laying on of hands. He says, we're going to do those things, excuse me, anyhow, because... That's part of the church. That's basic knowledge that should be in each and every one of us. Amen. When we uh, come into the church, amen, we hear repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promises unto you and to your children and all that are far off, even as men as our God shall call. To me, that is basic principles of doctrine. That's what gets you into the church, amen. But that's not what is you're to stay there. Paul said, let's go on to perfection. There's a whole lot of other things that we have to learn and that we have to grow in. Amen. We need to uncover, amen. We need to dig uh, deep within. The Bible talks about in Proverbs that inside of a man is wells of deep waters, amen, but a man of understanding can draw them out, amen, and I believe we need to dig into this word, because in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, you see, and so, therefore, if we don't spend time in the word, and if we don't dig and dig and dig, uh, amen, we're not going to be able to find out what is the deep things of God. We need to get into the deep water, amen. We need to learn how to swim. Uh, we need to learn how to be able to survive in hard times and trials and things that comes our way. You don't want to be a Christian that's shaken by every wind of doctrine. You don't want to be a Christian that is shaken when winds and fear and things start coming against you, like with this coronavirus, and somebody call it the karate virus, amen. You don't want to get yourself all caught up into this where you become so fearful that it drives you into being depressed, amen. Even inside of your house, you should be able to get up uh, and begin to worship God and to magnify God and talk about the goodness of God when you're on your telephone. You should be calling your friends and telling them how good God is and what what God is able to do, amen, and, and encourage them. Paul tell us in First Thessalonians, he said, The Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout, uh, with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those of us that remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And he says, you need to comfort one another with these words. Amen. We need to talk about where we're going. Uh, we're going to a better place. Uh, the Bible tells me in Hebrews uh, 
that they looked for a city uh, which had foundation, whose builder and maker was God. Amen. And Jesus says, I've gone to prepare a place for you. Uh, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I come again and uh, receive you to myself that where I am, there you shall be also. So since he's gone to prepare a place for me, I don't know how he's coming back to get me. I don't know what way I'm going to get out of here. But one of these days, uh, I'm going to walk on the streets of gold. I'm going to dance on the gates. Uh, amen. Inside of that old holy city. Uh, amen. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to sing. I'm going to shout uh, all about. Amen. The most songs. I got a robe. You got a robe. Uh, all God's children got a robe. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to put on my robe and I'm going to shout all over God's heaven. But I got to get deeper into the things of God. Uh, amen. So but I'm not shaken. So that I'm not discouraged uh, so that I'm able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise God. Amen. We got to move on to perfection. Amen. Praise God. We've been called to go on. Amen. We must go on. Amen. I'm not staying on the first grade uh, like Jeff Rowe Bodine uh, on the Beverly Hillbillies. So, you know, Jeff Rowe was in the first grade or fourth grade. I, I know he was in elementary school for a long time. Amen. But not me. I'm not staying at the principals. Uh, I'm not. I got that down pat. I've got Acts 238 uh, wrapped up, tied up, tangled all up in it. Uh, I've got living a holy in life. Amen. I've got that down pat. I've, I've got down pat, fallen peace with all men. And holiness. Amen. I got that down packed. I got faith. And so I got to move on into the things of God. Amen. And so therefore, we've got to keep adding and searching and looking. The Bible tells me in Isaiah 55, seek ye the Lord, uh, why he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and unrighteous man his thoughts and let them return unto the Lord and he shall abundantly pardon. Uh, amen. He'll have mercy and abundantly pardon because his ways is not my ways and his thoughts uh, are not my thoughts. Amen. We need to start getting a hold of God from the rising of the sun. Praise God. Amen. We need to have a clear understanding of what's coming down the pipeline. Amen. We need to know how to live a victorious life. If Jesus says in John 10 that he came to give me life and that more abundantly, I need to learn how to live. Amen. I need to learn how to be excited about this. Amen. This thing called church. You know, last month we was looking at Peter tell us to add to our faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. He says, if these things be in you and abound, they make that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But he that liketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give your calling, make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you're never going to fall. Amen. So we got to keep adding. We got to keep adding more, adding more. Amen. And so that's what we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to talk about adding some compassion. Paul told the church, Amen. Amen. And in First Corinthians uh, chapter fourteen, verse twelve, he says, "Since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, he says, seek that ye may be 
use or excel to the edifying of the church. Amen. Are you an edifier of the church? Praise God. You know, we should be an edifying. We should be lifting up the body. Right now, in this situation, this circumstance, we should be moving to edifying and lifting up the body of Christ. Paul told the church at Ephesus in the fourth chapter in the 11th verse, he says, God gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, he gave some evangelists, he gave some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, uh, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that would be no more children, henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and cared about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to the seed, but grow up. Speaking the truth in love uh, and growing up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Amen. The ministry is designed to edify, to bring us up. Amen. To get us to that point uh, where God wants us to be in him. And that's to know him in the fullness of his resurrection. Amen. In the fellowship of his suffering. God wants us to know him. Amen. And if you show me a man that says he's part of the five-fold ministry, or a woman that said they're part of the five-fold ministry, and they don't have compassion, I will show you a light. Because God is a God of compassion. Praise God. You see, the ministry is designed to bring us to edification and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. And when you study the Word of God, I don't care from the time you see Adam and Eve all the way to today. Amen. It is a God of compassion. Amen. God is concerned for us. Uh, God loves us. Uh, and God desires us to be saved. Amen. The Bible says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So from creation, from the fall of Adam and Eve, we see that God had compassion on them. He should destroy them for being obedient to his word, but God showed them kindness and consideration. He clothed them. Amen. And he was with them. Praise God. And God will be with us. Uh, the Psalms just says in Psalms 130, verse 3 and 4, he says, God, if you would mark iniquities, who could stand? He says, but there is forgiveness with thee that thou should be feared or that should be reverenced. If God would judge you and me, none of us could stand. But there's forgiveness. He sees our and for our frailties. He knows that we're nothing but flesh. Amen. And God is trying his very best. Uh, amen. To pull us out of darkness to his marvelous light. Amen. And he has put in this same spirit and mind in you and I. Amen. To show us the value and the importance of having compassion the same way he had compassion. So this month, we're going to talk about compassion. What is it? What is it not? And how can we learn it and apply it to our lives? 
How, what is it? What is it? Compassion is an emotion that is a sense of shared suffering, most often combined with the desire to alleviate or reduce the suffering of another, to show special kindness to those who suffer. Compassion essentially arises through empathy and is often characterized through actions wherein a person acting with compassion will seek to aid those that feel compassionate, they feel compassionate for. Compassionate acts are generally considered those which consider the suffering of others and attempt to alleviate that suffering as it were their one and their own. In this sense, the various forms of the golden rule are clearly based on the concept of compassion. Amen. Notice the golden rule in Matthew seven twelve. Jesus says, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. I paraphrase that, but that's the meaning of what that verse says. Amen. So if I have compassion, if I compare that to the golden rule, I'm going to treat people the same way that I want to be treated. If I'm suffering, if I'm going through things in my life, I want someone to offer some assistance and some help. Well, if I'm looking for that from someone else, I should be willing to give it to the people that I come in contact with. It's the same principle. The Bible says, amen, And Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 through 38. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 through 38. The Bible says, But when he, Jesus, saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth labors into his harvest. Amen. Notice, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Jesus saw them suffering. He saw them as without having a leader. He saw them as being without. uh, And as a result of that, he was moved with compassion. As a Holy Ghost-filled person, as a Holy Ghost-filled saint of God, we should be led by the Spirit of God to be able to see when people are suffering and when people are going through things in their lives. Uh, One of the gifts of the Spirit is called the discerning of spirit. Uh, Yes, the discerning of spirit, you should be able to recognize good spirits and evil spirits, uh, but at the same time, you should be able to see Amen. What people are going through and being led by the Spirit of God. That's why when you look through the the book of the Bible, amen, that's why you see that the the apostles was led by Jesus to different places and to different circumstances, amen, so that they could help meet that need that the people had. And that's what compassion is. Is all about. Amen. See, to be a true cross bearer is we've got to be moved and filled with the motivation and motivated by compassion 
for others. And Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus says, He that will come after me, let him deny himself and let him take up his cross and follow me daily. Amen. Take up his cross daily and follow me. So my question to you tonight is, are you carrying your cross every day? Because if you don't have compassion every day, that means you've lost your cross somewhere. You've laid your cross down somewhere because it's gotten too heavy for some unknown reason and you're not following Christ because Jesus is always moved with compassion. And Paul writing to the church at Philippi and Philippians 2, 5, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If God is moved by compassion and I say that he's in me and he lives in me and I walk in him and he knows me, then I better be moved with compassion. Move me with compassion. For the loss, I pray. Melt my Keller's heart. Whatever you got to do. Amen, God, whatever it takes. I want to be a true cross barrier. Amen. I want to carry my cross uh, daily. Praise God. Uh, I want to take it up. Uh, I want to be just like him. Often we may not realize that compassion came with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, there's a lot of things that did not come with the Holy Ghost that it seemed like so many people grab hold to. Fear. Fear didn't come with the Holy Ghost. Amen. There, there's depression didn't come with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Lying didn't come with the Holy Ghost. Stealing didn't come with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Unrest didn't come with the Holy Ghost. My Bible said the Lord give his beloved sleep. So why ain't people going to sleep? Because <laughs> I, I believe they're holding on to too many things that didn't come with the Holy Ghost. Isaiah says in 26, 3, 4, He will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon Him because you trust in Him. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is an everlasting strength. Amen. We need the rest in the Lord. We need to come apart sometime and get a hold of God and, and rest in the Lord. Praise God. We need to follow Him. We need to take up our cross daily and follow Him so that we will be true cross bearers. Amen. That's what God wants. Uh, amen. Us to follow Him. So it, it, it came with the Holy Ghost. It's called goodness and kindness. So we've got to realize, amen, that God have called us to show forth compassion to a lost and dying world. He said, prayed that, prayed that the Lord of the harvest would send forth laborers into the harvest because the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. He's moved with compassion. Praise God. Are you filled with compassion? See, compassion is, is one of those things that you've got to learn it. See, you, you have to learn compassion. Compassion can be learned just like anything else. Amen. It's the same way with every, everything that God has. We have to learn how it applies. We have to study, Paul said, to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
we got to get into the Word of God. Notice what John, let's go to our Sunday lessons What right quick. First John chapter 3, verse 17. First John chapter 3, verse 17. Uh, John, if anybody know anything about compassion, it will be John who leaned on the Lord's breast. He, he was always close to Jesus. Amen. Notice what John says here. But whosoever have this world's goods and see his brother have need and shut up his vows of compassion from him, how dwell the love of God in him? Notice what John says here. He touches a word that Paul also used back in Philippians. Amen. Amen. He, he touches a word there and is called bowels of compassion. Bowels of compassion. Go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5 again. Let's look, let's go back now because these apostles, as I told you, they're going to teach you what God wanted them to explain to you and to show you and to guide you to that deeper walk with Jesus Christ. They, they want you to have that understanding of who he is and how he operated so that you would be able to operate the same way. Amen. Now notice what Paul says here. Amen. In Philippians 2, 1 through 5. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, here it comes, if any bowels of mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being a one accord of one mind, let nothing be done through strife of vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Notice what Paul and John both says. They're saying, look, have bowels of compassion. You've got to learn this. Amen. And the value and the importance of this. Notice what Paul again, he writes to the church at Colossus. And the third chapter of Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Go there real quick. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Now notice what Paul tells us to do here. Amen. He says, put on. Amen. See, you, you, you took off the old man in the waters of baptism. You've been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You've got rid of the old man. Remember what he told the church at Rome now in the sixth chapter. He says that you was buried with Christ in baptism, that you have been risen to walk in newness of life. See, I don't just get baptized and keep on the old guy. I've got to get now into putting on the new stuff of my life. Now, we talked last month about faith. we got to get our faith on us. we got to be rooted and grounded in the faith of God. Amen. So now Paul tells us here in the third chapter of Colossians, amen, starting with verse 12, he says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God. Notice, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, amen, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, even if man have any quarrel against the other, as Christ forgave you, 
Do also, you to yourselves, to others. Amen. Notice what he says here. Put on, verse 12. He says, put on here vows of mercy. Put on compassion. Get humbleness of mind. Start bringing yourself down. Condense the men's of low estate. Learn how to walk humbly. Amen. Because if you are got pride in your life, you're not going to have compassion in your life. You've got to have compassion in your life if you're going to carry your cross daily and fulfill what God is asking you to do. You've got to learn how to humble yourself. Peter tells us to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will exalt you and do time. Now, notice what Paul calls you as the elect of God. Amen. You who was dead, he says in the book of Ephesians, and your trespasses and sins have he quickened together with him. By grace are you saved, and not of work, lest any man should boast. Amen. We have been elected. You have been chosen. You have been called out by God. Amen. And so the elect of God, uh, we should live holy. Praise God. How can I be said I'm chosen by God, I'm elected by God, and I'm not like God? God is holy, Peter says in 1 Peter 1.16. Therefore, I be ye holy as he's holy. Amen. I got to be holy. I got to be consecrated to God in my thoughts uh, and in my life. I've got to have the same mind. That's what Paul is saying in Philippians 4. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I've got to have the same mind as Christ. I've got to have, amen, the same as they had. I've got to put him on. I've got to put this on in my life. Amen. And beloved, we are to accept it and sustain in our consecration by him and by his love. Praise God. So the first thing we've got to put on, Paul says, is vows of mercy. Compassion. We've got to get this thing in us. He says, if there is any kindness, any benevolence, mercies of affection, he says, let's fulfill his joy. You remember what John says? He says, the whole thing for him writing his epistles is so your joy be full. So, so Paul says, uh, you, I want you to put it on. Let's get this thing on us. Let's get it in us. Uh, amen. Compassion is to help get people back their joy. See, people that are fainting and downtrodden and depressed and, and don't have any hope is because they've lost their joy. See, so you and I must come along beside them. We must be able to see their needs uh, and be willing to help them to get back to the joy of the Lord. Uh, we need to help them. Some has fallen away of their own doing and some not of their own doing. Uh, but that's not for me to figure out. That's for God to, to sell that score. I have just been called to lift them up. Uh, Some have compassion uh, to make a difference uh, in somebody else's life. Uh, I've got to be moved with compassion the same way Jesus was moved with compassion. When you look at the church at Philippi, Paul could talk about compassion from this church standpoint because this church was founded on compassion. Amen. The church of Philippi was founded on compassion. Go to Acts chapter 16. 
Go to Acts chapter 16. Starting with verse 14. Notice. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purpose of the city of Tyatera, which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. Notice, she invited them in. She took care of them. Amen. She showed them compassion. She showed them love. She showed them affection. She was willing to share with them, amen, what she had. Amen. I don't know what their needs was, but when you read about this church in Philippians, if you read those four chapters where Paul has wrote to this church, uh, he's exalted them, he's building them, he's encouraged them. In the fourth chapter, Paul says, you know, I didn't have need, not that I speak in respect of want. He says, I've learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. He says, but I wanted to add to, to, to your Amen. To you, praise God. And he told them, because you said to me again and again, amen, that this church was a giving church. It was a helping church. And they showed compassion. And Paul says, because you gave again and again and again. And Philippians 4.19, he says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And then after Paul and Silas is cast into prison, we see that after they was beaten and there was an earthquake, the jailer called for a light and he sprang in. He was going to take his own life. But Paul told him to do himself no harm. And as a result, amen, he brought them out. He took them to his house. He washed their wounds. He cleaned them up. And he, in his household, was baptized. So you can see that this church at Philippi was built on compassion. Praise God. And so therefore, we too must be built on compassion. That's why you've got to put on those bowels of mercy. You've got to. Amen. Notice in Luke chapter 11, verse 5 through verse 8. Luke chapter 11. Verse 5 through 8. Jesus is talking here. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Amen. Now, some have quoted that this word importunity, it means he would not show, uh, he would be showing a lack of care and a lack of concern 
if he didn't get up and give what he, his friend needed. If he's his friend, then he should show care for what his friend have need of. Now, on the other hand, it does mean persistence, uh, amen, to keep pestering, amen. He would get up and give him. But I like the latter, amen. The, the, he would be showing a lack of concern. If You know, if you see John says, if you see your brother have need and you shut up your bowels of mercy, he says, how dwell the love of God in you? Amen. You, you see, because God says in Luke chapter, I mean, chapter uh, 6, he says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Amen. Running over for with the same measure that you give, it will be given or meet to you again. Because we always reap what we sow. Amen. So we have to have this compassion in us. If Christ had compassion, you and I must have compassion one for another. Amen. So if I have this world's goods and I see that my brother have need and I shut up my bowels of compassion from him, how dwell the love of God in me? Amen. Paul says in Philippians, I'm in 1 Corinthians 15:34, he says, Some have not the knowledge of Christ. And I speak that to your shame. See, we're supposed to know if we say we are born again. If I say that I know him, then I am supposed to know to have compassion. I'm supposed to have that on every day because I'm carrying my cross daily. I am following him. Amen. We don't want to walk around think Christ is with us and he's departed because we're not showing compassion. Think about it. If I shut up my flow of compassion, John says, and there's probably no Christ there. You see, because God is God of love. You see, that's why Paul drops us back to 1 Corinthians 13. He says, do I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity? I'm nothing. Amen. He, he says, you've got to show love if God is in you. Amen. Because God is love. God, God is filled with compassion. Amen. And so if I say I know him, then I got to be like him. He's my heavenly father. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Jesus told his disciples, uh, amen, after he washed their feet, he says, I have given you an example. Amen. He humbled himself. Amen. The king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, he humbled himself. Amen. And he told them, the servant is not greater than his master, and neither he that sent is greater than he that sent him. Amen. He says, I've given you an example to walk humbly. I've given you an example to not elevate yourself to think you're better than someone else. Uh, we better grow in compassion because if we don't give it, uh, you can rest assured we're not going to get it. Uh, and there's going to come a day, amen, that we're all going to need compassion. Amen. Maybe you've already forgotten that you have been given compassion by the Lord. That, that's what the psalmist said. 
And Psalms 130, verse 3, he says, Lord, if you would judge our, our iniquities, who could stand? He says, but there's forgiveness with you. See? God shows us forgiveness. But yet, I'm not going to show someone else forgiveness. I'm not going to show someone else kindness when God has been kind to me. Think about it. How good he's been to me. Think about how good he's been to you. What the psalmist said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now let Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who's on our side, where would I be? Amen. If God hadn't reached down when I was sinking deep in sin, where would I be if he had not showed compassion on me and on you? Where would you be if it wasn't for God's love? Where would you be if it wasn't for his grace? He had need to go through Samaria. I tell you, he had need to come by your place too. Because he's a God of compassion. He took up his cross. The day that he found you, the day that he poured you out of darkness uh, to his marvelous light, he took up his cross that same day and went your way. Amen. Praise God. So how can I shut up my compassion? Don McLean, in the song he wrote, American Pie, he says, bye-bye, Miss America Pie. <laughs> so, you know, he says, my three friends that I love the most, he said, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they all took the last train to the coast the day the music died. Here, listen to me. The three friends that you may love the most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, the day that you shut up your compassions and bowels of mercy is the day he's out of there. He's out. He's gone. He's going to take the chain to the coast. Amen. Praise God. You don't want to shut up your bowels of mercy. You don't want to shut up your bowels of compassion. Amen. Daily, you've got to pick up your cross. Daily. You've got to be moved with compassion for the lost. Lift up your heads. Lift up your eyes. Look on the harvest field, Jesus says. You win more people with kindness to the Lord than you will ever win with the Bible chart. Amen. If you're going to teach a Bible study, you better have a whole lot of compassion and a whole lot of kindness and a whole lot of goodness and a whole lot of love and a whole lot of patience. Amen. Everything that Jesus was, when you go to teach a Bible study, you better have it. Praise God. And it all better start in you. Because it was in him. Notice what Jesus says in Luke 6, 32 through 38. I quoted a little bit of it a few minutes ago. Man, time is slipping right away. Luke chapter 6, verse 32 through 38. Go there real quick. Hopefully you're there. Amen. For if you love them which love you, what thing have you? If I'm loving you just because I want you to love me, what, what good is that? 
Notice what he says. For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what think have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if you lend to them to whom you hope to receive, what think have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and you shall be called the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, is shaken together and runneth over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Amen. So Jesus said, don't do stuff just to get stuff back. Amen. Freely you have received, freely give. Amen. He saved you for such a time as this, so that you will show compassion on the lost and the hurting and this world today. Amen. More importantly, not only to the world, but to your brothers and sisters, which is in Christ, who's struggling. Amen. And going through things in their lives. That's what John says. If you see your brothers and sisters have need, and you shut up your bowels of compassion, how dwell the love of God in you? So that's just a little groundwork. We just laid a little foundation tonight to give you a taste of honey. (laughs) Because this is what we're going to be talking about this month. We're going to learn how to grow in compassion. We're going to learn how to apply compassion. We're going to learn how to take up our cross of compassion daily and follow Him. Amen. So I pray that every Wednesday night you will join with us here. Amen. As we dab into the deep things of God. See, we want to... Jesus says the kingdom of God is like a man that finds a treasure in the field. And he's going to dig. We're going to dig it out. We're going to get deep. We're going to unpull. We're going to unearth, amen, the scriptures and pull it up. And so you will be able to see how it applies to your life so that you will know how you should operate as a child of God with compassion in your heart. Praise God. Oh, man, God is good. I could run through a troop and leap over a wall about right now. Hallelujah. He's great and greatly to be praised. Father, we exalt you. Jesus, thank you. Oh, God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your kindness, Lord. I thank you for your mercy, for truth. You are the word. You're worthy. Oh, God, unto thee, O Lord. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul, O God. Let your holiness flow down, O God. Let your complete wholeness of healing and strength and compassion Long-suffering and mercy be upon us all, Lord. We give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. God bless you.
Amen. Don't forget, we're recording online on Sundays. Amen. Nine o'clock, we start prayer. Amen. Please join with us. We need you to pray. But Jesus says, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and heal the land. Our land need to be healed, brothers and sisters. So let's get a hold of God. Amen. Forget about yourself and come boldly to the throne of grace that you may find help in the time of need. Amen. And then at 9.30, we're going to be going into our discipleship class. Again, we're studying the epistles of John. Amen. And we're going to pick up a little bit of what we talked about tonight. But we've been delving in. John, we are uncovering those epistles. We are opening them up. Amen. We want you to be a part of that as well. Amen. And also at 1030, we will be having our worship service. Amen. You can worship God right in your house. Amen. Don't, don't, don't lay there, uh, in your pajamas. Don't lay there, you know, like you, you got, you ain't got nothing to do. Pretend, you know, don't pretend, but dress like you're going to church. Stay in the same mindset. Amen. That you've always been. Amen. Get up. Amen. Rise early. Pray, seek God, be be attentive to what God has got. You know, God can do things through you right there in your house, amen, where you are. God can make a difference in your house right now where you are, amen. You don't have to be in this building to worship God. You can worship Him right where you are, and I promise you God will meet you right there where you are, amen, if you call upon Him while He is near. Seek the Lord, amen. Every day. Don't forget, we're praying three times a day. Amen. We are calling upon the name of the Lord from morning and noon and night. Amen. We're casting our cares. I'm praying for you, and I pray you're praying for me, and I'm praying for our nation, praying for our district, those that are sick, those that are shut in. Amen. I'm trying to get a hold of God. Amen. To make a difference. Amen. Our website is caclacrosse.org. Amen. Join us there, or if you want to catch up with us on Facebook, we're at Calvary Apostolic Church, comma, UPCI. Amen. Join us, amen, during these times, and we pray that God will bless and God will have something coming down the pipeline for you that will cause you to run through a troop and leap over a wall and be excited with our Lord and our Savior. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name.